and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, and amen. So this entire week, we have looked at primarily Ephesians chapter 4, and how as God's people, what unites us is our common identity in Christ. Okay, it's not our political identity. It's not some ideology or some advocacy that we're fighting for, but it's our identity in Christ. And so on Monday, we talked about our common calling and how we need to live lives worthy of that calling. And then Tuesday, we talked about the common spirit, the Holy Spirit that resides in each and every one of us. And then on Wednesday, we talked about our common hope, how we all share a history of being saved from sin towards the future promises of God. And then yesterday, we talked about our common allegiance, how Jesus is Lord uh, for all of us in every area of our lives. And again, we've been looking at chapter 4, and towards the end of chapter 4, verses 11 to 16 in particular, and I'm not going to read it anymore for the sake of time, but if we hold on to everything that unites us in Christ, it leads to a church that is built up in love, verses 12 and 16, where every member is a minister, verses 12 and 16 also, a church that is united in the faith, and a church that is growing in the knowledge, the fullness of and every way into Christ, verses 12, 13, and 15. So if we do all of that, our common hope, common calling, common Holy Spirit, uh, it, it, it creates a beautiful and desirable picture of what the church should be and can be. And so if, if the, the, the end picture is so desirable for all of us, why isn't it a simple reality? Well, because of the fifth common factor that we all share. And so included in everything that we share, and the reason why Ephesians 4, 11 to 16 is not a simple reality is because we have a common enemy. All right? Now let's jump to chapter 6, Ephesians verses 11 to 18. But let me read verse 11 first. Verse 11 says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. You know, the word that we read there, stand, translated into stand into English originally, was a defensive military term that meant not to give ground, not to retreat, you know, a single inch, not to take a step back. I remember um, in the 80s, there was this cult hit martial arts movie, B-movie, called No Retreat, No Surrender. So that's the idea, that's the image okay, that the word stand used here represents. And then verse 13 repeats the same thought. So twice it tells us, put on the full armor of God for the very reason that you may make your stand. And the ground that we are protecting, where we're not supposed to retreat, we're not supposed to surrender. The ground we're protecting is our common identity as the people of God. 
We are not to give the enemy a foothold into our spiritual community, the church. Now, this verse that we read, verse 11, again, identify, identifies that enemy, our common enemy, the devil, the sworn enemy of the church. And he is a scheming enemy. It says there, that means he's crafty, he's smart, he's patient, he's waiting in the wings to jump on us, he's cunning, and he's deceitful. John chapter 10, verse 10 says, The devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Destroy us individually and destroy us as the church. And he employs tactics. Again, he's got schemes to do all of those. In Ephesus, this book that we've been studying, Paul lists those schemes as racial discrimination, immorality, false teachings, lying, anger, bitterness, slander, shouting even, and malice. All of that in all of those are in chapters two and four. Two and four. Today, those schemes manifest as political division, anger and bitterness out of conspiracy theories, malice and slander out of misplaced advocacies. Again, schemes of the enemy. No place in the church. Verse 12, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Paul tells us that while individuals and institutions are behind crime, societal sins, and injustice, there is something far deeper, something far bigger, something more destructive going on. And while individuals and institutions must be brought to account, brought to justice, there is a bigger enemy behind them. I mean, think about it this way. Why has corruption and inequality why, has it, why have they plagued our nation for generations? You know, the problems of corruption and inequality predates any Philippine president. And it's been going on continually for generations and generations and has afflicted every single administration. Paul called them here in this verse, demonic powers, or to be precise, spiritual forces of evil who while they've already been defeated on the cross, they still exercise a limited measure of power and authority through the sins of individuals and institutions. How do we defeat those, then, is the question. Verses 13 to 18, Therefore, here we go again, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit 
which is the Word of God. Praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. You know, the armor that Paul talks about here in Ephesians 6 draws from the very armor of God in Isaiah 59, 17. And again, Paul tells us how to defeat the spiritual forces of evil. Number one, it's the truth based on the Word of God. And this is the only offensive weapon in our arsenal. You know, soldiers typically had multiple weapons. They had, they had spears, they had bows and arrows, I don't know, they had lances, they had daggers. We only have one offensive weapon, and that's the truth of the Word of God. Then there's righteousness by faith in God. Number three is faith, trusting in God's ways. Four is salvation, having the assurance of eternal life. Five is the Holy Spirit that resides in all of us. And finally, prayer, making your petitions known to God. And so when the enemy threatens to divide us today through his deceitful schemes, we need to make our stand as the people of God. And we make our stand by drawing on what unites us. Our common calling, our Holy Spirit, our common hope, our common allegiance, and our common identity. And all of those supersedes any issues, any schemes, any tactics of the devil. For so long as Jesus, for so long as Jesus is Lord over all of us, we will hold together. One final note, I left out one weapon that God's given us, and that's the gospel of peace. Now, isn't it interesting that talking about warfare, Paul would talk about peace. And the reason is because this peace comes from the gospel. And the goal of the entire warfare, the reason we want to win this war, is so that we can introduce people to the gospel of peace. It's the peace terms that we want everyone to come to an understanding of. Peace with God, so that they can be at peace with everyone else. And so as we close this series, and as we close this teaching this morning, why don't we end by worshiping God once again through music. Jesus
Before you go, allow me to bless you out of Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Goodbye, good day, and see you again next week. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.